Hi, we are Mel and Josie, and we're here to tell you that no matter how much it feels like you are screwing up every single part of your goddamn life, actually, you're doing great, sweetie. that the counting down and the clapping like leads into the actual recording. <laughs> what are we doing here? We're just hanging oh, out we're on just Zoom. just chatting with a large <laughs> microphone in front of our faces. Yeah. Although, we just that, we're that egomaniacal that we just need to have a microphone in front of us to be able to yeah, just have a conversation. Like how Beyonce like films every part of her life. We podcast every part of our lives. It was funny though. We were having like a full on um, you and I were having a full-on voice memo conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, we should start a podcast where we <laughs> where we talk about our lives. I like, swear. We can't stop. We can't I, stop talking. I feel like anyone other. that does voice memos over and over to their friend should just start a podcast. You probably are a podcaster. You it just didn't is even a podcast. It. Yeah. That's what a podcast just, is. <laughs> just upload the voice memos and you've got yourself a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't have to do any work. <laughs> I love voice memos. Yeah. I really love them. You really got me onto them. I don't know if I'll ever be able to go back to sitting there typing away with my, like, long fingernails. It just doesn't work. I think I love them (laughs) in certain scenarios. Like, at the moment, I'm house-sitting for my parents, so I'm alone most Mm. of the day. And so when I'm alone, I fucking love it because I can just put it on play, keep doing stuff yes. and I'm just hearing yeah, you yeah. tell me your your next point of view and then I can do mine back. And I just wish there was more than one minute, but, you know, that's yeah. an aside. Um, but then maybe it's good because I think we would just go over the top, like we'd go balls yeah. to the wall and have like five-minute like rambling messages <laughs> to each other that like no one needs to hear. Yeah. But yeah, well, I get WhatsApp, freaked out. There, there's no time limit. There's no time ah, limit on WhatsApp or WhatsApp. on like on normal iMessage. There's no limit. Yes. It's just Facebook and Instagram, I think. Yes, that have yes. the one minute limit. Yes. <laughs> Although I weirdly, how's how I weirdly went over like one time. How did that I don't know? Happen? It was a glitch in the matrix. It was a glitch in the matrix. I went special, one minute twenty four seconds. <laughs> special treatment from Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, you're in with the big dog. I am. He loves me. Um, but I was going to say the only time I can't di- I can't with them is when I don't know what you're going to tell me. Yes, and, and like say Tom is like, there, yeah, or I'm like the my sister's there, or like I'm in public, and I'm like, is she about to like drop some fucking tea, or like start <laughs> talking about like personal problems that she probably doesn't want to. <laughs> to hear and I'm just gonna like play it loud I, yeah they're the only times that I'm like mm, I don't yeah, know what it is. I always like go to the toilet and in inverted commas and then yes. listen if I don't know what it's gonna be maybe we should start sending a disclaimer like this one's like safe for Julian <laughs> yes safe S- SFJ <laughs> SFJ or SFT <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so good um what's been happening what's going on um What's been going on? I'm currently obsessed with corn chips. Okay. Just, I can't stop eating corn chips. They're so Moorish to me. And it's they, such they a weird thing to just suddenly discover corn chips. It's not like <laughs> I've just discovered them. I've always eaten corn chips. Yeah. But it's like I've just discovered them as a snack that I yeah. just can't stop 
eating. I need them out of my house. Like yeah, I need to and they're so bad because it's like you eat, you can't just have a few. No, they're it's worse like the whole Pringles. bag. The yeah. whole bag is gone. And then you look at the like actual like calorie consumption of like a bag of corn chips and it's like really fucked up and you're like, but how? Yeah. You're just some corn in a chip. Like corn. I thought corn was it's good. It's like healthy. <laughs> Like, why do nope. all the good things have to also be bad? You know, they brought out those, you know, those, like, dehydrated pea snacks? Yes, yeah. I, they're, they're dead to me now because <laughs> I ate an entire packet thinking, I'm eating veggies. This is good. This isn't, like, a fried chip, you know? Yeah. They are fucked. I think they're worse <laughs> in calories than potato chips, probably because it's probably good energy to some degree. Yeah, but I don't yeah. also think it's that there isn't anything in this world besides maybe celery that you're supposed to mm. eat, like, a ton of in one sitting. <laughs> yeah, like someone and it's invent okay. me something that I can just eat all of the packet for and satisfaction it's like reasons. So good for you to do. Yeah, that. and no it's not unhealthy. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I want that. I think if you There's even no did that with thing. celery, you'd probably like die of some vitamin overload or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So Nothing. that's my current obsession is corn chips. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> that makes me sound really boring. I was just looking back at today and the last thing I was doing before we met in this zoom was standing at the bench just just stuffing them into my mouth with a bit of Yum. guac sometimes but also just just straight corn chips i love um, that and now that i've finished another packet i'm not buying anymore it's too yes, dangerous yes that's the trick isn't it because i bought tim tams and i oh, went to no. buy just normal tim tams like a normal pack of whatever that's 10 or 11 mm. but then it was 50 cents more to get the double pack and i was uh, like well this is just obvious like Yes, financial you have to do that. planning isn't it like yeah. this is what you do <laughs> you don't ignore the double amount for 50 cents more and so I got that and I'm like fuck I just keep eating like two Tim Tams a oh, day God. which I wouldn't never normally do like there's nothing yeah. really necessarily wrong with that it's just if they weren't there I wouldn't crave exactly. them I wouldn't need exactly. them <laughs> and then I just I don't know I'm not like a massive calorie counter or anything I actually just generally want to stay the same weight so that I don't have to buy new clothes that's my yeah, new maintain, general life maintain. goal I just <laughs> maintaining is so much harder than losing or gaining weight. It is like <laughs> the most difficult thing. And then add in like your fucking period and like bloating oh, and whatever. But my general gist is I don't want to buy new jeans. I don't want to have yes. to buy a new wardrobe. So I don't want to lose weight and I don't want to gain weight. I just want to stay here. Yeah. Like, this is yep. what I want to do. And it makes That's it really hard dream. to do that when there's fucking two for one Tim Tam situations at the supermarket all the time. Yeah. Just so, avoid, avoid, avoid. Yes. What have you been up to? Well, I've also life? been pretty boring. Oh, actually, I went out. I actually went out quite a lot on the weekend. I did two parties, which is crazy. Mm. Um, I haven't been hungover since pre, like, the last lockdown, oh. I feel. And so it was yeah. a real, a, like, wake-up call. Um, but mainly my only exciting thing that has been happening is that – so I've wanted to get a whole bunch of little tattoos for a mm. while – um, but I have such tattoo anxiety, like I'm really bad with, I'm, an, I'm a commitment phobe in general. So <laughs> obviously tattoos are like the ultimate commitment. Yes. Yeah. And I keep like thinking I want to go and I probably just get a whole bunch at once, but I don't know if I definitely want them where I think that I want them. And then yeah. I got, I must've been talking about it. And then my phone heard me. As yes. we now just think is normal, but it's so fucking disturbing that that <laughs> happens because I got a targeted ad for this brand called Inkbox and I went through and they had like really cute designs, like normal tattoo designs that you would get, not like a sun that says like sunny days or like 
a weird like <laughs> heart that says mom in it or anything. Mom. You know, like the, not those yeah. like fake tats that you can get from like the $2 yeah. store. These were like legit designs that you would pay for to get yeah. permanently inked on your body. And like no shade to anyone who has the heart with mom in it. I feel like ironically that would be the hottest tat at the moment. <laughs> Tom has a tat that's a, a heart and it says mm. sisterhood in it. And I remember asking him about it and I was like, what, what's that? And he's like, oh, it was like our first date. And I think he was just like, this is too much to explain to you right now. Yeah. But he, him and his two best guy mates call themselves the sisterhood. And <laughs> I'm like, he's explaining to this to me on the first date. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I kind yeah. of love it, but I'm also really confused. Anyway, that's an aside. circling back circling back to what I was originally saying um I bought a fuck ton of them so I bought 50 bucks worth of tiny tattoos oh my god and so I've been putting them all over my body I've probably put too many on now and I look (laughs) a bit insane um so I have a, a kind of a bigger one on my rib cage at the back I have a tiny one on the other rib cage which is not how I would place them at all together but I wanted to see which one I liked more yeah right I have one on my arm, one here. Um, And yeah, yeah, so I've just been placing them where I've kind of wanted a tattoo. Um, And it has been really helpful because I know now that I definitely Mm. want one here. I thought that this would look too squishy because it's like I'm pointing to my underarm, by the way, everybody, like the underneath of my top arm bit, whatever that's called. Like almost like a tricep. Yeah, under the bicep. There you go. Yeah. I always thought that would look – because I don't have, like, super toned arms. I always thought it would look a bit, like, not cute. But it looks really yeah. cute. It and does, then, yeah. On the other hand, rib-wise, the one that I put on, I put it, like, too far back. And then I was like, okay, no, well, like, when, if I got that, I'd want it a bit more forward. Anyway, they're just really good if you're like me and you, like, freak out about tats because they just yeah. last for, like, a week. But they actually look real. So you can put it wherever you're thinking about getting it and decide if that's where you definitely want it and – and big if you and fucking small. hate it, then you rethink everything that you believed in. Totally, you, yeah. Turns you out you hate your it. Whole life, and, and maybe lucky you, don't you even didn't get be a tattoo person. Yeah, <laughs> and lucky you didn't commit because fuck. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, yeah, um, that's not even that's sponsored. Such a clever idea. I just really like it, and I thought that was a really amazing idea. And I'd been looking like I feel like it was something that I didn't know I was looking for. And then I found Until it and I was like, Shit, your phone amazing. heard you and served yes. it to you. <laughs> because my phone knows everything. And sometimes, you know what? I like it. Yes. Take my data. I don't Saves. care. Saves the hassle. <laughs> Literally <laughs> tell me what I want. Tell me what I want at all times. That's, that's all I ask of you, phone. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so what are we talking about today? Well, we both read The mm. Thing. The, the thing. thing. The 36th thing. minutes <laughs> thing. <laughs> We're talking about the story that went viral literally this week um, mm. on Medium, uh, which mm-hmm. is that platform where you can sort of upload your own stories, which I feel like made it even more salacious to me. Um, yes. So it's just not gone through any editors. It's just up. It's just here. <laughs> it's just there. Just here. Yeah. It's come out of someone's brain and it's on a page. Um, and it's by, what's her name? Domenica. Faraud? Faraud? Faraud, yes. Okay. Um, And so she works in the entertainment industry. She works in theatre, but she's writing about a time when she was an intern on a big musical that she doesn't name, and Mm -hmm. she had this sort of, like, fling, I guess, with Mm. an A-list star who was in the musical who she also doesn't name. Um, yes. And it's very like, it's a lot. There's a, there's so many levels to it, I feel. Um, 
it's kind of about like toxic workplaces and it's about like manipulation and like exploitation of interns and like young people in industries and Mm -hmm. like preying on their kind of naivety and things like that but then it's also just about a fucking asshole that you're dating who is a fucking asshole to you yes and it's brought up the conversation around love bombing which is a term that certainly has been around for a while and isn't new this week, but because that's what textbook this guy does, allegedly, (laughs) in the story, um, it's brought up conversations around love bombing and what that is and why it's so manipulative, insidious. I mean, some call it a form of abuse. So I guess that's why she didn't name the person or make official allegations. But... um. Yes, that's. I think that's why it's so thought-provoking. It's not just like a blind item of like, I fucked so-and-so yeah. backstage at a theatre. Even though I love those. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I blind love item because, means till forever. <laughs> yeah, I just get to read that and not think, but this one's really made people think. Yeah, so we this thought we'd not, not talk about it. No, yeah, well, fun. because I think at, at, at like love bombing in and of itself and to explain what love bombing is just in case you're not up on the lingo with the kids, which P.S. Mm. I've worked out that I'm too old now, Josie, because I can't say bestie. Like I can't oh, be a person no, me bestie. Neither. And that's the, <laughs> that is the telling sign that we have aged out of yeah. being young and cool. We're officially millennials. Yeah. We always were, but like we just can't be Gen Z. No, I, just can't. I've tr- I tried so many times. I've, I've managed to pick up so many words and run with mm. them totally naturally. And this is where I feel like the buck has stopped. Yeah, It's bestie. over. I can't do bestie. Doesn't sound like me. But the thing is, it could <laughs> sound like me, but I just, I actually can't get it out of my mouth. But anyway, that's such an aside. Love bombing. <laughs> you don't, guys yes. don't even care about bestie. Love bombing. <laughs> yeah. Love bombing me, bestie. <laughs> Love bombing is essentially Mm. when you start seeing somebody and they're like, oh, my God, like, you're amazing. I've never met someone like you. Um, I can't believe that you're single. How did I meet you? How did the universe has dropped an angel Mm. into my lap? And they're just obsessed with you and they wheel you out to, like, their grandma and to, like, their fucking best sisterhood friends <laughs> and then <laughs> the they're doing sisters. all this the actual sisters and then they make future this. plans they you say go we to should their go sister's away. wedding we should go to paris we should go we should, we should go to morocco yeah. for three months yeah we should, we should do that that's what we should do <laughs> that it's literally that we should buy a house together in a year that's yeah. another thing a love bomber would say and so they're doing that and so you're you know like you're a normal person you're level-headed so you at the first you're like okay crazy like chill out Mm. Um, like you too, but and then your ego starts to love it as it should, you know, you're yes. worth it. Yeah, and get excited yeah. because future plans are mentioned. Yeah, so exactly. it feels like a long term thing that's yeah. just happening right now. And it's it not feels insane like a guarantee. To think that. Yeah, no, and not that's at all. the thing is that's what they do is that like they're giving you all of the fuel to make you go, Oh, this is a legit thing that's gonna last you know, indefinitely. You're not like – it's not like people that get sucked in by love bombing are desperate or anything. Like no. I have been sucked in by love bombing so many fucking times and it's like you start out very level-headed about everything but then obviously this person is ramping up your relationship 
to like level 2000 and so yeah. it's natural for you to then go with that flow that they're giving yes. you and mm. get there yourself but then what happens well then they just fucking disappear don't they, they? do they fucking <laughs> they literally fall off the face of the earth mm-hmm. and you don't know if they're dead and you don't mm-hmm. know if they move to morocco without you um, you don't know if you and the whole thing is and why it sucks is don't you think that us as females in um, heterosexual relationships are kind of conditioned not to come on too strong because we don't want to be stage five clingers, right? Yep. So that's what society has told us not to do. So this person comes on strong. So you're like, oh, okay, you're leading this. Okay, I'll get to your level. Like you just said, you meet their level. And then when they disappear, you think, oh, my God, I went too far. I said something. I then said, let's go to Morocco for three months, and it freaked him out. I shouldn't yep. have done that. You start blaming yep. yourself. But, like, he set the tone for that he kind of He did language. it. You <laughs> did it. Not me. You did it. This yeah. is the, It's totally that. It's almost like, like I do not like calling anything gaslighting unless it's straight down the line gaslighting. Yes. I think it's an yep. overused term, as you know, um, mm-hmm. as we agree on. But um, yes. it it. it touches on an element of gaslighting in that you start to think you were the problem but actually they started it so they put you in that position where you would then say crazy shit that you probably wouldn't say like let's go to Morocco for three months because you felt comfortable in that relationship to say that because they Mm. had created that scenario where you thought oh this is a real thing this person really likes me yeah it's gone zero to 100 but it's going there to, we're going there together you know when except you weren't because they were lying to you they were lying and it can get like you know I feel like with anything there's very varying degrees of it and it can get pretty serious to the point where you know these people make you feel like you're under their thumb basically mm. and then it becomes this kind of coercive really manipulative almost form of abuse and that's when it gets really hectic but I think it it does have you know you can love bomb light someone like you know we've been there I don't feel like I have necessarily been abused in a relationship but I've definitely gone through that thing where they've come on really strong I've felt like I've matched it and then poof they're gone yeah, exactly. And, that, and then you, you're just left feeling anxious. You're left feeling like it was your fault. You're left feeling worthless and like two centimetres tall because you're like, oh, I did something wrong and that was all me and that's not the case at all. And that's why it's so fucked up. It is, yeah. And I think it's like because we were like, oh, is this something we should do for Sweetie because, you know, our whole thing is – you know, we're all just fucking trying out here mm. and sometimes it's shit and sometimes we're shit, but we're just giving it a crack. And then we were sort of like, yeah, no, we should, because this is a big thing with dating in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, really dating at any age, except your teens where everything is chaotic. And I don't understand it because I never did dating in my teens. So I can't even no. speak to that. And Not I don't watch you for so. yeah. <laughs> But, you know, like dating is this constant I guess, like putting yourself out there experience where you Mm -hmm. at some point do have to get vulnerable to get close to somebody and then you get stabbed in the fucking heart and then you have to literally just get up bleeding off the floor, patch (laughs) it up as good as you can and then get back out there again. And that is fucking hard to do. And like when I was single, I went through – because I was single for probably 10 years, give or take a few 
tiny relationships that don't count now that I think back on them, you know. (laughs) They Mm. seemed like they counted at the time (laughs) and they don't anymore, (laughs) which I think is also a lesson for anybody out there who is crying over somebody they dated for three months. They seem like they matter right now. They won't. Trust me. (laughs) Um, And Josie can attest to this because she was the receiver of many, 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 many essay long messages about Mm -hmm. god knows who some guy i'd hooked up with one time (laughs) who i then got very upset by when he disappeared on me etc etc um but yeah like i do think you know dating is difficult it can be rough and Mm -hmm. love bombing is a big um experience right now i feel like alongside ghosting which for anyone that doesn't know what that is, is when someone just disappears on you. I mean, yeah. love bombing is kind of ghosting because it's it almost marries like yes. that love bombing <laughs> behavior always ends with being ghosted because um, mm. that most textbook love bombing is the highs of I'm obsessed with you yeah. followed by just completely disappearing. But to be fair, like you can have love bombing where it's the highs and then it's just sort of a bit of an abrupt end, but you're not actually... Yeah like at a loss yes. as to where they went. Or it um, might fizzle a bit. Um, exactly, yeah. Where yeah. it just kind of becomes like, oh, I'm busy and like you might have a couple more dates but the vibe isn't there anymore and, again, you're left thinking, what did I do? Was that my fault? That kind of happens in the story. They kind it of does, meet up yeah. again, this intern and this movie star meet up again but it's all different. It's all yeah. changed. Um and she she makes a really interesting point where she's like it's almost like his behaviour made her into him where she mm. might not have been if he just acted like a normal person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she probably just would have been like, oh, it's that movie star. But because she was so desperate then because he'd made her desperate for his attention and his affection, she turned into some other person that yeah. she didn't even really recognise. She's like, did I just want have sex with him because you know I almost did and he was really affectionate a few months ago um and she kind of hated herself for that and then that made me sad because I was like he made you like this yeah <laughs> like, like he do was the one that was weird in the first <laughs> place and I think that's what's really frustrating with love bombing is that that is and like well it's I'm, I'm in two minds with love bombing right because on mm. one hand I do think it can be very manipulative intentionally manipulative yeah but on the other hand and i think this is actually most cases yes yeah i think people just don't fucking think i think yeah. they don't think i think uh, particularly men and I, I, I can only come at this we can only come at this from a heterosexual yes. point of view but actually yeah i'd be interested if anyone is um gay or lesbian bisexual i would love to hear if this also happens in same-sex relationships yeah because I have quite a few like gay and lesbian friends um, and I know that lesbian relationships from what I've been told can be very zero to 100, but it usually is that's just more a case of how it goes. It's not so much the love bombing and then the fade out. It's just yeah. like we're obsessed with each other and then they stay obsessed with each other forever. <laughs> but, um, you know, like I guess in terms of heterosexuality, um, straight men – Mm. in my experience and I dated a fuck ton they don't think they just literally operate in this bizarre part of their it's not even like they're thinking with their dick they're literally just yeah going with every fucking feeling that they have there's no analysis of those feelings 
There's mm. no, should I not say this? I'm just going to yeah. say it. Like, <laughs> I feel like, like you were saying before, you know, you're saying we, we're conditioned to feel like we, we're not supposed to say anything like too intense and like, you know, yes. be cute and meek and mild and sweet and let yeah. them come to you. I think also we have learned through bad experiences to like hold it in a bit. Yeah, and they have yeah. not. I don't think play they have. A, play your cards close to your chest, like dating. Yeah. You you alluded to it before. It's almost a game of like, how much do I give away? Like, yeah, you know, I feel like with normal couples, <laughs> it's like both of you are obviously keen on each other. You're dating, but neither of you wants to be like the one that's too keen. So you kind of yeah. one person might give a little more, and maybe the other one's a bit more reserved, and then it's this constant like at first this constant like almost dance of I'm like really into you. Oh, okay, I am too. And then it starts to normally progress from there and that's when two normal healthy people (laughs) enter a relationship. And some guys, like you're saying, just like go into it. And I've seen it before and I wouldn't even call it necessarily love bombing. It's probably more a bit of ghosting, but it's where like a guy just seems to freak himself out. It's like... The girl, and it's happened to a bunch of my friends, the girl didn't, I've heard her point of view and on paper it doesn't sound like she did anything alarming. It just sounds like he went a bit too hard too soon and then went, oh, my God, I'm not ready for a relationship. I've freaked myself out and then I can't deal with my feelings, so bye. Yeah. That's, it's so common and I feel like love bombing is just a very intense version of that. Totally, but I think that we are calling a lot of those situations love bombing. And I actually think it's this really uncomfortable sort of grey area, right? Because obviously the medium story is a very specific, like it, it occurs in a very specific sort of, context where there are other factors at play she's very young he's a lot older Mm. than her so Mm -hmm. let's just start there also he's an a-list actor and she's an intern that's another layer that you need to add on there i almost Mm. think with love bombing like that scenario isn't the best example because it's like okay like he did love bomb her but also there were so many other factors involved that would have influenced her how she took that love bombing on and Mm. also why that behavior was so inappropriate But then when you just look at like a real life scenario, so I got love bombed last year, right? I love fucking telling this story. This poor guy, (laughs) he is on every podcast episode. He is in every story. He's everywhere. I don't even care. I don't even care anymore. I still have never said his name, but love to love to talk about it. Um, He, so at the end of last year, I dated this guy. It was my first like going out with someone after lockdown. So 2020, you mean? Not 2020. Shit. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Fuck. Like Tom and I literally are year anniversaries in like a few days. And I was like, where did that go? Oh, congrats. (laughs) Thank you. I made it to a year. (laughs) I'm so proud. I know. You are proud of me, right? (laughs) It's impossible for me to like stay in things usually. And I did it. Anyway. I did it. I did it. Um, but, yeah, so this guy's pre-Tom. So, mm. yeah, late 2020. And basically I um, – first date since lockdown. Wasn't really actually intending to get into anything. And the date we had was great, but I was also – again, influenced by factors like I hadn't been on a date in ages. I was also wearing a really fucking cute outfit, which I always feel influences Mm. how much I'm into the date. If I look really cute, like I'm like, I look so cute. Yeah, (laughs) I love myself in this place. As Shay says to Miranda in the Sex and the City reboot, 
you love mm. you don't love me you love you with me that was me if that makes sense 21 Josie looks well, very I, confused I she's doing it. maths lady she's like, <laughs> she's like what are you saying <laughs> anyway um anyway so we ended up dating for like three months mm-hmm. and it was yeah it was a real love bombing experience for me because it was sort of this whole thing where I remember like really early on like a few dates in him giving me that look you know when they get that look like they're in love with you yes it's like a misty eyed mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah. <laughs> and I was like no and I literally with like a little was, half smile <laughs> yes yeah. and I was like stop, stop 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 I literally said something like stop and then I was like I just need this to stay casual because I was also seeing somebody else yes. um and which is totally fine to do obviously mm-hmm. no when one you're was just committed casually to dating yeah. yeah, and I didn't want it to go from zero to 100, but he was really trying to push it there. Anyway, it ended up getting to like 100 level because I started to really like him. Um, I thought he started to really like me and mm-hmm. it was just very full on. Like I we were going, we were meeting friends and we were like, you know, I was always like, we're always hanging out all the time. We're doing those like dates where you go over and then you just stay there for ages and like, yeah. you know, multi-night things. And very coupley, yeah. Very couple, Yeah, it was just got very coupley very quickly. And, um, but then it was, I think it was like, I had one night where I got angry in a fight and I like stormed out of his house. Mm-hmm. And then like messaged literally the next day being like, that was fucked, sorry. And then it was all just different, like you were saying. It, yeah. the, the entire mood changed on the relationship. And then um, he was just really hard to contact. It was a fizzle. It wasn't – it was not a ghosting. It was a fizzle. Yeah. But it, was, it went instantly from, like, yes, I'm obsessed with you yeah. to, like, who? <laughs> yeah. It, like, dropped off a cliff. Like. It dropped <laughs> off a cliff. Like, it was insane. And then so basically – and then it was me chasing him. Where yeah, and you would reverse. get really, like – I'd never seen you just like we were going to have a podcast show and you ca- came stomping in, different podcast, you came stomping in because like he'd left you kind of hanging, that whole yes, thing of the love yes. bombing thing of like then you're, you feel like you need them in your life because they've they've made themselves like that and then he yeah. was just being non-responsive and I'd never seen you so like worked up over that <laughs> before. I feel like a strong independent lady. <laughs> I am and that's the thing and that's why it's like if you, if this has happened to you or this is happening to you, don't think that you aren't a strong independent lady because it's really hard to get to that vulnerable place where you think something's pretty sure bet, like you think that thing is going to continue indefinitely mm. and you're starting mm-hmm. to get invested and then suddenly the rug's pulled out from under your feet. Nobody, not even like – Barack Obama would not be able to be a strong, independent woman over that. Oh, my God. If, if Michelle, Michelle suddenly, pulled the rug out. <laughs> if Michelle pulled the rug out from under his feet, yeah. their beautiful relationship that's lasted decades, he would yeah. be a crazy bitch too, okay? Be, absolutely. You'd have to be a psychopath to not, like literally in the clinical sense, yes. not have any emotions exactly (laughs) if that didn't affect you and make you act quote-unquote crazy or unlike yourself I think the whole thing is you start acting unlike yourself and that's what the girl said in the story and that's what you were doing that's the classic like symptom that you've been love bombed you start acting like a different human because they've made you like that exactly and it's not you and it's actually not a reflection on you or your self-esteem or anything it's actually like they have 
created, like you said, an, a world where you feel like there are certain certainties you can rely on that they've then taken yes. away. Yes. But yeah. I guess the thing is, so the long story of that, sorry, just to wrap up that story, <laughs> because otherwise I'll just go off on a tangent about all my analysis of it that I've thought about for a very long time. But the end of the story is that I ended up just like putting it all on the line because I love to do that. I just sent this text that was like, oh, yes, I remember I, I, um, no, he sent me a text eventually that was like, I think we should just call it. Um, I don't even remember the real gist of it, but then I, then a week later, was still like really sad about it. So I sent this text that was like, I feel like that was a really good thing that we had and I was really into it. And I know I'd said it was casual, but like, obviously it wasn't, we weren't being casual at all. Um, Mm. and that was a fuck up on my part, but you know, I really wanted things to work and I'm really sad that it's over. And I got left on read, which is so mean <laughs> do you do that another just fucking say something back and like you know like i know he would have been reading it like cringing you know like because he was obviously already over it and he would have just been like oh this girl is back again yeah. in my text anyway i never texted after that guys that was great but um and we've just never spoken again and i think if i look back on it now and i think you need to almost you need to be over it to really mm. see it clearly. Like you need to be past the hurt of it. But mm. now looking back at it, I don't – it's not that I think he was a shit guy because I don't think he was – I think you're only a shit person if you're doing this intentionally. If you are literally out here. Yeah. yeah. If you are deliberately building somebody up and making them think that you're they're in something solid only to – pull the rug out from under their feet, like if Michelle yeah. Obama did this to Barry, <laughs> would never forgive her. And I love Michelle. I don't know why I've decided Michelle's now this asshole. <laughs> we've, just, we've just painted this, like, future premonition over Justice there. Justice for Michelle. <laughs> Justice for Michelle. But, you know, if you if you intentionally and deliberately yes. set out to, you know, like it's like classic rom-com 90s, you know, like she's all that. Like if you had a bet that you could make somebody yeah. like you and then you made them like you and then you dumped them, then you're a piece of That's shit and you up. can die in a hole. But yeah. I think with this guy, it was the classic of what I think it is with the majority of these situations yes. is that they're not – I think we, like as women, are – like I was saying, like we – maybe it's like a, we're conditioned to be like this or whatever, but we generally, at least for me, process the feeling that we're feeling and go, okay, I'm getting the butterflies, I'm getting all like, you know, zingy about this person, but I'm going to be chill and not – because mm. we don't know where this is going yet and I don't know them that well. So I'm going to yeah. keep getting to know them and enjoying my time with them, but I'm not going to say anything big and grand and yes. make any grand gestures, right? Yeah. Men don't do this. I feel like no. men don't do this. They just go, oh, my God, feeling, must act on feeling. <laughs> and then they just start <laughs> saying shit at you like, you're amazing. Yeah. Where did you come yeah. from? He literally oh, said something God. like that, like, where did you oh. come from? And it's like – that shit makes you feel good, though. You feel like yeah. the coolest, hottest bitch in town, you know? Yeah. You feel like the yep. prize piglet at the county fair. And then, <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean shit because it's just a feeling that they had and they haven't processed it within the context of where are they at in life? Are they going through a breakup? Are they mm. not done with being single yet? Are they, you know, not really ready for commitment? 
Do they, you know, over over the course of a few weeks, are they going to find, you know, that you don't have as much in common as they thought? Like they don't think about any of this shit and so they just say all these things. And we constantly think about all that shit. We always think about that shit. It's like how does it fucking work? Seriously, how do any relationships get off the ground? I have no idea. We are so different. But I think your point is really good because in, and if we're tying it back to the the Medium article, it said that someone – so she spoke to someone after it all happened who didn't know anything about her, like, dating him or seeing him. It was an unrelated person that happened to know his publicist mm. and said, oh, like, he ha- he apparently has this habit of, like, getting really obsessed with interns or, like, young PAs and then fucking disappearing on them. And so... For him, it is a pattern. It is a. Cal- it seems like it's a calculated, you know, behavior that he enacts as some kind of power trip, and that's when it's fucked up. But yeah. I think you're right. I think the majority of when it happens, and you feel like you experience love bombing, is probably just the like go too hard too soon, and then oh my god, I've scared myself mentality. And I don't think there's like a lot of malice in it. I think you're right. I think a lot of guys are just stupid. (laughs) Can't deal with their feelings. (laughs) But it's still shitty. Like I do still feel like if any men are listening to this or anybody who (laughs) has been accused of this behaviour before, I still think it's like stop. Like just 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 chill out a little bit like for five seconds. Just stop and just think like do I want to say these things when I know that it's going to give this particular impression? Like the entire reason I said to this guy I wanted to be casual was because I was not ready. Like I just started dating again after being in lockdown and I was like feeling myself and I had like Hmm. this other thing that had started to go on that I really wanted to also like suss. And I was really just testing the water still, which is so okay. Like it is so fine to be dating other people as long as everybody's on the same page that when you're not like, you don't even have to tell them that you're dating the other person. You just need to be like, not this is casual. Them, yeah. yeah. You just need to not be making any commitments, I guess. And so I think that was me trying to protect him from getting yeah. too invested too soon. <laughs> and what I didn't know is that he was not doing me the favor in reverse. And I think yeah, it's this complicated thing because you do need to be vulnerable in dating. Mm. You do need to like, open yourself to the possibility of love as a self-help book would say <laughs> or like otherwise Osher on the bachelor <laughs> yes, very osher of me um you know and then because when like i actually think i did struggle to be vulnerable and i still struggle with it because i've went gone through so many years of dating that like even with tom like i remember talking to my psych and i would be like oh like i'm just like what if it's not right what if it's not this or yeah, whatever yeah. and my psych would be like you need to be vulnerable to even get yourself to a point where you could think that it could be right because at this point i think you're just like one foot out the door at all times yeah. cuz you're so scared <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. And, you know, you won't even realise it. So I do think, like, you have to be vulnerable. But in saying that, then you get fucked over. So it's such a um, – is, is that a catch-22? Yeah. I don't even know if that's a catch-22. But maybe it is. Yes, I think it is. Um, <laughs> I think every situation's different. You, If you're both normal people, you'll both, like, share a bit of your feelings mm. with each other and it will hopefully just progress nicely from there. But if one person's like <laughs> too yeah. intense the other way, that's when the wall, the walls, the wheels fall off. I feel, and I feel like I don't even have any advice for anyone because you 
can't no. you can't know like at, in saying all of this tom was trying to be my boyfriend after like a month of dating so it's like do you know what i mean like yeah. and that's been very strong he's never wavered on his feelings it's yes. always been consistent so sometimes they genuinely are that fucking into you and everything they're saying is valid so i think the only thing i would say is that you we need to take the protecting of our own hearts onto ourselves yeah and i guess not like take those words and those like behaviors with a grain of salt like like i remember even with tom like i was like no i don't want to be together yet like that's insane it's been like five dates let's just (laughs) chill for a minute like I put the brakes on and I kind of slowed the pace of our relationship because I had had bad experiences in the past. And I think that that mm. is always a good thing. If you feel like it's going at roller coaster speed, why not just slow it down a little? Like I, I don't buy into all this shit of like, just go with it and like have the like crazy love affair because you know, eight <laughs> times out of 10 or something, it's not a crazy love affair. It's a fucking love bomber. And then you yeah. end up hurt. You're much going to be much better off if you just pump the brakes a little, enjoy it and like mm. enjoy it in a slow, you know, micro dosing of that. Like, yes. And like intensity. don't let it like take over your life. Like my mom always gave me the advice, like always be busy, like have other things going on, see your friends. Yes, that's good advice. Kick some like work goals because then if it does end up being a fucking crash and burn situation, then at least you haven't completely isolated yourself from the rest of your life and you've got something else to bounce out of bed for in the morning that's just yeah, not totally. this person. Because the and girl that, you in the story that like too. blamed herself a fair bit and was kind of like, you know, she felt uncomfortable from the start. But like you said, it's a whole different kettle of fish in this story because he's an A-list actor, she's extremely young, um, wasn't super experienced, like she was a virgin, not very experienced with dating. So, of course, she wasn't going to go red flag. Like if he pulled that on me, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's get married on day three. Okay, move along. Yeah. Let's go. Like, you know, but she didn't <laughs> yeah, have exactly. that. So I guess that's, you know, what we're saying is to take it with a grain of salt um, as much as you can, even if that, you know, they might just be super affectionate be really into planning maybe they do want to go to morocco for three months and you do that and you go and then you fall in love and it's amazing but yeah i guess just protect yourselves as best you can because it's kind of crazy out there at times it is it is Mm. it's brutal out here as Mm -hmm. olivia rodrigo would say yes a poet there you go of our generation She's not even such, of our generation, Bestie. Such a young, <laughs> such a young reference. I know. Thanks, Bestie. Maybe this I can just make Z this podcast. <laughs> We're cool. I'm doing peace signs to show. Maybe we should cool rebrand as "You're doing great, Bestie," and it's a Gen oh Z God. podcast. <laughs> Everyone would just a- abandon us immediately. <laughs> Be like, okay, these two sad thirty-something-year-old losers need to get a life. Um, but you know what, Besties. Yeah. You're our besties and you we love you besties. and we hope that you're not getting love bombed. But if you are, we hope that you remember that you're a independent, you are Barack Obama and you yes. can handle anything. You can and you could lead the free world if you really wanted to. Yeah. Just like he did. <laughs> Even if you're sad about this person, this person being Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> you can... <laughs> You're still you're still all your good things even in that period where you feel yes, like an idiot. You you're not like a fucking shit. idiot. They idiot. did it, not you. You're not worthless. Remember your value. Remember 
that you're special as a person. And if you're going through this, if you have gone through it, if you've just got thoughts and you want to share them, you can share them in our Facebook group. Yes. Doing great, sweetie, on Facebook. Or if you don't want to share it because it's too raw and personal, don't. But still join the Facebook group. Yeah. It's a fun, nice people in there. Um, what else? Leave us a review. Yes, five stars only. Five stars only on you can now do it on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe, tell a friend. Yep. It's your job. Um, That's your job for the week, tell your homework. One friend. <laughs> <laughs> and you can what find us I on miss? Insta as well. We've been doing some yes. great Instagramming. We're very oh, yeah. funny people. We're hilarious. We're, we're both funny. <laughs> we're so funny. You you don't even understand how funny. We're we're the curators of the funny of the internet. Yeah. With you know, sure, we've only got 850 followers that yeah. doesn't mean that we don't think we're the best ever we're bringing them joy every day there's 850 people we are if you're and out so, there we love you <laughs> we do thank you so much please don't leave <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah until next time bye besties uh, <laughs> <laughs>